This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. And congratulations, pat yourself on the back. Because it's Friday. And I'm here to have a good time. I hope hope you're here to have a good time as well. Are you going to work? You leaving work. You going home. You going out, you getting money, you taking money. Whatever you at, whatever you doing, I'm I'm happy that you're here. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard, and we got a lot to discuss. Last hour, we talked about Aaron Judge. Tonight, no more home runs. He did not hit number 62. The Baltimore Orioles, they beat the New York Yankees. The final score, 2-1. to one. Aaron Judge is one for two with two walks and also a strikeout. And so, I mean, there was even a pivotal point in the bottom of the eighth that the Orioles, they said, listen, we ain't pitching to Aaron Judge, and they walked him. Okay, yeah, fine. Makes sense. Uh, They wanted to try to induce a double play. Meanwhile, in the National League, Albert Pujols, congratulations to uh, Albert. He went out there tonight, and he hit home run number 701. It was exactly a week ago against the Los Angeles Dodgers in Los Angeles that Albert Pujols went out there and decided to to put on a show, hitting two home runs. Well, right now the Cardinals, they lead the Pirates 2-1 to one in the bottom of the eighth, and Albert Pujols, he's one for three, and that one was a big one, home run number seven. As we continue on with the show, obviously we are only a few days away from week four, which is crazy. Week four of the NFL season. The NBA preseason is underway. 
And so we're going to keep things rolling. I, I do want to update you on uh, Tua Tonga Valoa. Head coach Mike McDaniel decided to give us an update this Friday after the game last night, the loss against the Bengals. We know Tua Tonga Valoa was taken off of the field on a stretcher after about 10 minutes. He was taken to a hospital hospital for head and neck injuries, and then ultimately he got back on the team plane and went home. Even Tua Tonga Valoa put out his own statement on Twitter, thanking the fans, thanking the team, the organization, his family, everyone that you would typically thank. And we'll get to that momentarily. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Brandon is calling from Houston. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Brandon? Hey, what is up, boss man? How you doing? I'm very well. What's on your mind? Okay, so first of all, your intro music, Ghetto Boys. You know, I'm from H-Town, so I got to shout that out. And then secondly, um, I have to say that uh, as far as the Astros go and all that kind of stuff, I was in Game 7 and had a fun time sitting next to Paul Wall and uh, Mattress Mac here in Houston for that game. That was awesome. But this is about Tua. I can't believe this coach from Miami. Is he from Revenge of the Nerds? Like, he just reminds me of one of those characters. I'm sorry. I don't want to be negative. Oh, it's okay. But, yo, this guy is, like, got me – I don't understand. Like, how are they going to let him – get on the airplane back with all that pressure that we have in our heads, right? And then secondly, I mean, the Sunday he was clearly, you know, he, he, he fell down going back to the huddle. And then, uh, and then with what happened yesterday, oh, my gosh, man. I mean, it was like watching a boxer. It was almost like watching a fight, a 12-round fight with the guy, you know, getting knocked out a few times. So I just want your opinion. I, I want to share my opinion with that that is my opinion, but I can't believe I, I just I just can't believe that Miami let that happen with Tua. I mean, they should have given him a break from Sunday to Thursday. Give the guy you know two week break. What do you think? Yeah, it it was very difficult to watch. And thank you, Brandon, for calling up from Houston. Uh, we all saw the game on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. We saw what took place last night in Cincinnati against the Bengals. And if we go back to Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, last night we had on Dr. David Chow. Uh, He was a former team physician for 15-plus years uh, with the Chargers. And, um, you know, he said it's it's up to the doctors. There is the team doctor. There is an independent doctor on the field. And everyone's job is to evaluate Tua Tonga-Valoa and to see whether or not he is capable of going back out onto the field. And I I said this last night. You do not have to be a doctor. Let me back up. The Dolphins basically said that Tua's injury wasn't a head injury. It was an injury to his back. Okay? Look, we saw the hit. We watched his head bounce off of the field. We saw him stumble. We saw his own offensive lineman kind of, whoa, what the hell is wrong with you? Kind of slow him down. We saw the trainers run out onto the field to slow him down and stop him. Since then, we've also heard from multiple players that the NFL's concussion testing, especially on the field or in the tent, is answer a few questions, evaluate this, and okay, you're good, go back. 
and this is supposed to be a a a a, a new new way to evaluate potential concussions, potential head trauma. Well, maybe it needs to be updated again. I I just can't imagine a world where Tua Tagovailoa was allowed to go back out there to play football on Sunday, let alone last night. J.C. Trutter. This man is is the NFL Players Association president. This is the message that he shared on Twitter this afternoon. We are all outraged by what we have seen the last several days and scared for the safety of one of our brothers. What everyone saw on Sunday and last night were, quote-unquote, no-go symptoms within our concussion protocols. The protocols exist to protect the player, and that is why we initiated an investigation. Now, the no-go that I just put in quotation marks means if a player is to go out and exhibit any type of symptoms that they are woozy, dazed, out of it, then it's a wrap. You don't go play. Forget the testing. Forget the protocols. Forget the how many fingers am I holding up? What city are you in? You know, I don't know. What's your blood type? Whatever the hell questions that they're asking. If you look a little bit out of it, you don't play. I wasn't on the field with Tua Tonga-Valoa against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday, but it was very clear, it was very apparent that this man was a little bit of woozy. It's like that, what was it, the Puma. It's like the Puma from Bugs Bunny. It's like, how many cubes do you want in your sugar? Oh, how many lumps do you want? Oh, one or two. Tua was out of it. I don't need to be a doctor. I didn't go to medical school. I've fallen on my head. I've been in a car accident. I've been knocked out. I've lost consciousness for a few seconds. I've played sports. I know what it feels like to be like, well, damn, that's not right. That's not normal. I know what it feels like to be woozy. Damn it, I'm not a professional athlete. But I know what it feels like to get out of bed, get up off the floor, or get up off of my couch too fast and go, whoa, let me slow down. And in none of those instances am I being driven into the floor like I'm in a car accident by someone who is six foot four, 340 pounds. The bottom line is Tua got his bell rung. Whether you want to call it having his bell rung this past Sunday, Whether you want to say he got temporarily knocked the hell out, whether you want to call him woozy, it wasn't right. If you are okay, it ain't no back injury that makes you walk like that. It's not a back injury that sends the trainers running out to you when your ass is stumbling around. I can tell you for most back injuries, I ain't stumbling around, and my back can suck from time to time. When my back hurts, I ain't moving. I ain't stumbling. I am not moving. And so, yeah, good for the Players Association. Look, neither the NFL or the Players Association is perfect. They all got dirt on them. The NFL is trying to make money while pushing aside all of their controversies to make more money. The NFL Players Association, they're trying to say, yeah, we are an advocate for the players. And most of the players don't even participate in the Players Association. 
So everybody's trying to huff and puff and put out their chest and say, we're putting our best foot forward. We're doing the best that we can for our athletes in the NFL. It's all to save face. We know for a fact the NFL, yeah, do they care about the players on the maybe the top level? Sure. Do the coaches care about the players? Sure. But we know this from an organizational standpoint, from a structural standpoint in the NFL. The players are replaceable. That's just what it is. And Coach Mike McDaniel, someone who has caught a lot of heat over the past 24 hours for allowing Tua Tonga-Valoa to go back out there and play. Coach Mike McDaniel today, this afternoon, he pretty much said, listen, he was asked, do you see any fault? Or are you accepting of any fault based on this Tua situation? This is what Mike McDaniel had to say, courtesy of CBS Sports. The whole process for what happened on on the Bills game was, you know, he was evaluated for a head injury immediately. Um, that's that's what um, we brought him under the tent for and brought him inside for. Um, he was evaluated um, and then cleared by several layers of medical professionals who um, I don't pretend to be one, but those people, um, uh, the collection of them, uh, cleared him of any head injury whatsoever. And that's, that's the cover for the coaches. That's the cover for every single coach. I'm not a doctor. We got five, six, seven, eight, nine. And, and uh, years ago, this may be 10 years ago, I was connected with the NFL's Physician Society. I was educated on how the NFL goes about maintaining the health of their players during, before, and after games. Things have changed over the last 10 years, but I can tell you this. There is a doctor for just about everything that you can think of on an NFL field. There's a doctor. What is that? An optometrist? Hey, what is it? An optometrist? That's for your eyeball, Shep? Correct. There's the eyeball doctor. Yes. There's a doctor for your bones. There's the... The doctor for everything. There's a doctor for everything on the field. And so if I'm the head coach, if I got a player, he's injured. The head coach's job is to coach the players that are available. The head coach is not the determining factor as to whether or not XYZ player is available. It's up to the medical staff. And so the coaches who also operate in a union, they're covered. And so Mike McDaniel can take an ass whooping in the court of public opinion. People could say you shouldn't have played him and you shouldn't have done that. And maybe you shouldn't have. But if you're Mike McDaniel, you will take the approach of the doctor said he was fine. So I played him. Mike McDaniel, he said today when it comes down to Tua Tonga Valoa, he did not approach him as our starting quarterback, but he took the approach of. Well, Tua, he's a person. This is what he had to say about him. To be completely forthright, I'm not even really thinking about timetables or anything um, regarding him as a player uh, right now. Um, it's all about really Tua the person. That's the, uh, you know, what gets lost in all this is um, there's human relationships. Okay, Coach McDaniel. How the hell is Tua doing today? 
talking to him this morning. Um, I think he's still uh, feeling some of those headaches, and he's uh, 12. Um, I think he's probably just finishing his MRI right now, um, and so we'll we'll find the results on that. Um, that was uh, that's just an extra kind of precaution. No, oh, thanks. Tua Tonga-Valoa, he put out his own statement about five hours ago on Twitter. By the way, yes, if you did not know, if you were not uh, certain of it, Tua Tonga-Valoa is currently in concussion protocol. He said on Twitter, I want to thank everyone for all their prayers and support since the game last night. It was difficult not to be able to finish the game and be there with my teammates, but I am grateful for the support and care I've received from the Dolphins, my friends and family, and all the people who have reached out. I'm feeling much better and focused on recovering so I can get back out on the field with my teammates. Listen, man, take your time. There's a whole song about it. Take your time, young man. Don't rush. Take your time. Nobody wants to see Tua Tonga-Valoa back out onto the field. I'll put it to you this way. Tua's going to play again. I'll even hit the fast-forward button. If Tua Tonga-Valoa is able to play against the Jets, that is October 9th, not this Sunday in two days, but nine days from now. If I see Tua Tonga-Valoa on the field against the Jets, and I see Tua Tonga-Valoa get his damn head slammed into the damn turf, I'm done for the day. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm cooked. I'm not watching no more football. I can sit here and talk JR Sport Brief every day, every night for four hours. If I have to watch this man get his ass handed to him again, I'm done. I'm finished for the day at least. I'm not watching no more. It's hard enough after last night's game to watch this man lie on the ground, lie on the field for 10 minutes. And this is the crap world that we live in. We got people putting up memes and making jokes about this man's physical state when he has absolutely or had absolutely no control over his body. As his hands and his arms start to seize up close to his face there was a possibility that this man would never move again and we got complete jackasses making jokes about it online it's disgusting the type of human beings that we got out of here who want to monetize garbage just so they can get some attention it shows you how terrible their own lives are the nfl is in a tricky situation we sit down and watch these men go out there and, 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 and probably, and not probably, the most violent sport here in the United States of America, the most popular sport here in the United States of America, and the least that they could do for a sport that we all know is violent, spits players up and chews them out or chews them up and spits them out, whatever order you want to call it, they can do better. The Players Association has to demand better. The players have to demand better because it was sickening what we saw last night with Tua Tonga-Valoa. And it's not just sickening. Anybody can go ahead and take a hit. Anybody can have their head driven into the field. 
But when you see it on Sunday and they go, oh, it's okay. It's just his back. When you see it again on Thursday, you know what I don't want to see? I don't want to see it three times. I don't want to see anything. They say a lot of things about threes. Things come in threes. I don't need to see Tua bounce off of the field again. I'm good on that. I hope he recovers. I hope he gets better. I hope he gets well. The Dolphins failed. The doctors failed. Because common sense went out of the window. But this is what we know. Common sense ain't all that damn common. We got a lot of people who run around with degrees. We got a lot of people who run around with multiple degrees. How many degrees you got? One, two, three, four. Uh, uh, uh. We got a lot of people who run around thinking that they're smarter than other people because a piece of paper tells them so. That doesn't mean everybody got common sense. I ain't go to medical school. But I know when your head bounces off of any hard surface and you cannot walk immediately after, that ain't your back. That's your brain. And I just hope Tua gets well. The NFL Players Association is going to investigate. And regardless of what they find in the investigation, they need to do a better job to ensure what took place with Tua this week on Sunday and last night. They need to ensure that it does not happen again. Injuries are a part of the game. But it doesn't matter how many degrees you have. Sometimes it takes just a little bit of common sense, which we know, unfortunately, is not all that common. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Did the Tua situation turn you off did the Tua situation make you go damn I can't watch this Teddy Bridgewater had to say I had to readjust myself to get back involved in the game I'll tell you this much the next time I see Tua I'm gonna be flinching on his behalf and he's getting paid for it I'm gonna take your calls on the other side We're going to get into more of the games as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, man, this is going to be cliche as a mug, but a uh, long time, long time listener, first time caller, man, and I appreciate your show big time. You have so much insight. I just want to give you props on that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right before the break, we shared with you comments made by Miami Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel 
on Tuatonga Valoa earlier today. He gave an update on his status after last night. We know he was knocked out of the game. He was in a hospital, a head and neck injury. They ultimately say it wasn't his neck. Uh, he's currently in concussion protocol. He was put on the team plane, and he's home. He's recovering. He's resting. Mike McDaniel said that he would not have necessarily done anything different. Uh, he says that the medical professionals evaluated Tua both this past Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, as well as last night, obviously, going to the hospital, uh, that game against the Bengals. And Mike McDaniel, yeah, for all things, he's not the, the end-all, be-all. He coaches the players who are available. He does not make the decision as to whether or not they are available. And so if the doctors say, hey, he can go, he's going to let him go. That's his job. He's not the doctor. That's not to say whether or not you are a doctor or a coach that you can't use a little bit of common sense. And so ultimately, all things considered, the Dolphins, the doctors, the team, the organization, they failed to a Tonga Valoa. And it will be absolutely sickening to me if on October 9th, with the Dolphins in New Jersey to take on the New York Jets, if I have to see Tua Tonga Valoa get slammed into the ground again, I'm I'm done. Like I'm not for the day. I'm not watching football the rest of the day. I'm cooked. And I'm gonna watch. A lot of people are gonna watch. Everybody is gonna watch the next time Tua Tonga Valoa is on a field. And there's gonna be a lot of people who feel uncomfortable, who feel uneasy, who aren't with the fact and the idea that this man is out there playing ball, and we all can hope that it doesn't happen again. But let's put it this way. If Tua Tonga Valoa has a long career, he's going to get hit again, right? This is what he signed up for. He's a quarterback, and he's not the biggest quarterback. He's going to be driven into the ground again. What are we supposed to do? Hope that it's not uh, nine days from now? The Dolphins failed him. The league failed him. The concussion protocol failed him. You don't need to be a doctor with a degree or 9, 10, 12 years of medical school to go. That man's messed up. I've seen enough people get their ass whooped to know that he got his ass whooped and he can't go right now. The protocol needs to change. 855-212-4CBS says this situation turned you off. Mike is calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm good. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, bro. Scary situation with Tua. Um, although, I, I would like your opinion on something. So, you know, they, they released him the same night. He flew back with his teammates. I was very, very surprised that they didn't at least keep him for a night for evaluation, depend, cause, you know, Depending on the severity of his injury, I was very surprised. They didn't say, "Listen, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, you'll fly back tomorrow. Let's let's keep an eye on you. You know, you offer to have some kind of neurological damage or concussion, whatever the case may be. Let's just monitor you for a night." I am very surprised they didn't do that. Um, and you know, as far as the protocol goes, something's something was lost in translation here, either between on, on the Dolphins side or the NFL side. And I just like your opinion. Does the protocol need to change? Um, you know, someone should look at it and say, okay, let's let's take this case and review it step by step. 
what went right, what went wrong, or you know, I don't want to say this because I'm a Dolphin fan, but I feel like Miami that the Dolphins training staff is at fault here. Well, um, I, I'm gonna. I mean, I'll, I'm going to explain that and give you an answer right now, Mike, and thank you for calling from Miami. Solomon Thomas is a defensive tackle for the New York Jets. He's also not a dummy. He's Stanford educated. I would figure he knows a little bit about something. The way he described the concussion protocol is, I don't want to say antiquated, but the fact is, these are the type of things, and this is why Tua should not have been out there. What we cannot do, and what do I know? I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't create technology. I don't know how to run an MRI machine. I don't know how to evaluate somebody's brain outside of behavior. But there's not a wand. It's as simple as this. You go through the airport. You go through the machine. They go, oh, my God, you got some metal on you. Take your ass back out there and empty out the, the knife, the nail clipper, the, whatever it is. Take it out your pockets. Simple as that. You get arrested. You go home. You throw whatever in the trash. The metal detector or whatever it is, it detects what you have on your person. It sees it. It sees it. It goes, oh, my God, you can't take that onto the plane. No go. Simple. That does not exist for the NFL. We can't say, oh, man, you got your bell rung and let's run you through the machine. Let's run a wand over your head to see the severity of your A, concussion, to see the severity of your head trauma. That's that's not readily available in five seconds. And so Solomon Thomas, in speaking with the New York media today, basically said, asking four questions asking questions on an iPad, you know, in subsequent days, checking in on a player to see how they're doing is not enough when it comes down to the concussion protocol. And he said, there is no way to see whether or not a player is eligible or ready to go back out there. That's why J.C. Treader, who's in charge of the NFL Players Association, pretty much said, listen, It's called a no-go situation. If the player looks like he is not ready to go, then he needs to get pulled. That's the common sense approach. That's the approach that wasn't taken. Could Tuatonga Valoa identify his name, his address, his blood type, his dog, his mom's name on Sunday? Maybe he could. And they said, go back out there and play. The two would say, oh, it's just my back. Oh, well, fine. Go out there and play. You answer the questions. Then everybody throws their hands up and says, he's good. He's good. He's good. I don't mean he is. Because you could see him get up, walk, fall, get up again, stumble, and say, he's done. He doesn't need to play. That's not what took place. Not at all. Richie is calling from Houston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Go ahead. I was thinking, you just said the words that I'm out. I'm not going to go the doctor route because I'm not a doctor. But when we watched his last game, not this week, the week before, the man couldn't even get back to the huddle. He, he couldn't even get up to even take himself back to the huddle. And for them not to recognize that there was some, they said it was a back injury. It wasn't a back injury. He got, his brain was rattled. 
give the guy a week off, two weeks off. But they wanted to go 4 0 so bad, they were going to you know, do anything they could to, to do that. The second thing I want to talk about, if I could, was the steroid thing. When you brought up Lance and, and Bonds and Judge going through all that, the difference with Lance is that when Lance won his last Tour de France, the 31 people that took, you know, were behind him all failed drug tests too. The guy that took 32nd won. He got the gold medal. But the difference with Lance is that he destroyed lives while he did it. He denied, yeah, he bullied denied his teammates. Him. Yes, he did. Oh, he, yeah, he just he, he killed everybody. So you can judge Bonds, whatever else. I don't, you know what? Whatever. I don't think judges doing anything wrong. And I think Bonds is the greatest that I've ever seen in my entire life. And he was never found guilty of ever taking anything. Of course, you have the documentaries, the cream, whatever else. But Lance hurt people, and Tua should have been protected. Bottom line. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with you. Thank you, Richie, so much for calling from Houston, Texas. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to leave these phone lines open. Obviously, we're going to talk about some of the other games that are going to take place this upcoming Sunday. The Bills are going to take on the Ravens. Uh, We have what I would consider a – man, this is just a battle of who sucks more between the Broncos and Raiders. We got you covered. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First off, I just want to say mad respect for your show. You always uh, got a lot of good points. I agree with a lot of things you say. I just want to say I love your show. Me and my grandpa listen to it every night. I needed a JR fix tonight, and I'm glad that you're on. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, there are a lot of things that you can get a fix of on a Friday night. I'm not going to be upset with you if you're getting your fix with me. I'm fine with that. Obviously, we have tons and tons and tons of callers when it comes down to Tua Tonga Valoa. I want to try to get on as many people as possible. I want you to be respectful of the other callers. I want you to be cognizant of the time and the limited time that we all have. And just please just go ahead and hit your point. Just like you're coming up to the plate, imagine that it's two years from now in Major League Baseball. You're on the clock. Share your point, and let's keep it rolling. Shep, do you think you think some of our callers will be able to do that? Uh, I want to remove the I think part, JR. I have a lot of faith in your callers. I know. Oh, you do? I do. I love our callers. I love them too. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk to them. But I know there's going to be somebody who goes, Hey, JR, so I want to talk about Tua Tonga. I know you want to talk about Tua. <laughs> like, I know. I, I know. I just want you to share your thoughts on it. Let's, let's see how long this takes, okay? Let's start off here with Rich in Chicago. He's going to be the first person. Hey, Rich, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What is on your mind? I'm fine. I'm great, Rich. Go ahead. Hey, I'm going to be brief, uh, as I try to be. But uh, here, here's a couple of things I dug out that, I think supports your point of view and frankly mine too about Tua. He's had 11 injuries since that, including Alabama. So he's got a long history of getting beat up because of the way he plays. I think he should be held out too. 
And here's why. You've got some guys that have have short-term careers because they like to run around from college. And the guys who have long careers are guys like Manning, uh, Brady, uh, Rodgers. And then you have a couple of guys I'm worried about that I think are heading down the wrong path as well as, as Tua. And I'll give you two examples of guys who have learned. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen have grown as pocket passers, and they're not as reckless and run around like they used to be. But, uh, you know, you get a guy like Kyler Murray and, and Fields here in Chicago, I think they're heading down the same path. They've got to learn to be pocket passers and not recklessly run around just because they could do that in college. And I think that's a big play. Yeah, no, absolutely. And thank you, Rich, for calling from Chicago. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think when it comes down to Tua Tonga-Valoa, I wouldn't put him in that category. If we want to look at the two uh, injuries or, or head issues that took place this week, they happened in the backfield. He wasn't scrambling to pick up yardage. He wasn't past the line of scrimmage. The defenders were were in his space, and they were whooping his ass. And so, yeah, when you run with the ball and you go, you're going to increase your chances of getting knocked the hell out. And Lamar Jackson, all things considered, yes, you run, you have a high chance of of sustaining injury. He avoids injury more often than people would give him credit for. And in the case of Josh Allen, he's so big and strong, it's notable when he is, you know, stiff-arming a guy or, or running, but he's gotten better over the years as well. Tua? He's a smaller quarterback. He came into the league with a hip issue. I mean, he's he's just been busted up. It's unfortunate. Anthony's calling from South Carolina. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how are you tonight? I'm okay. Good. I just had a quick story. I, I grew up in East Texas and uh, played football there, um, you know, from seventh grade all the way to high school. And uh, I remember one day at practice, kind of like the Tua situation, I was playing both ways, offense and defense, and I got hit helmet to helmet, which back then, you know, it was no big deal, but we were at practice. And I hit the ground, and I couldn't even move. Coach come walking over to me. I said, Coach, I can't feel it from my neck down. And gave me a few seconds. I finally started getting a little bit of feeling back, brought me up. They didn't care back then. I mean, we, you know, everything went back then. Spearing, you know, you name it. Horse collars, anything you could do blindside hits and stuff like that. It's like the coaches just didn't care back then. And today I'm glad they're trying to protect people, but poor Tua, man, he should have never been in that game last night. Yeah, it's unfortunate what we saw took place. Uh, Anthony, I wish you nothing but the best, man, okay? All right, thank you. Have a good night. You as well. Ron, it's calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Just a couple things. Uh, First of all, uh, it's, it's a lot of noise, and I think the optics uh, look really bad. But that hit that he took, that violent hit that he took, he was going to get concussed. And the other thing I want to say is a couple years ago, Patrick Mahomes was in a divisional playoff game, got a concussion in the fourth quarter. They took him out, and he didn't come back. But for the next week, nobody said anything. Nobody said nothing. He was in the protocol. It was six days, and he played. And the only reason why nobody talked about it, because he didn't get hit. That hit that Tua took was a violent hit. And whether he was concussed uh, a year ago or 10 days before, with that hit, 
he was going to get concussed. I mean, I don't think people realize that force of hit, that he got body slammed. You hear the commentators on the radio say, on the radio and, and the broadcast announcer said he got body slammed into the turf. That's, that's not a regular football hit. That was a body slam. And that's all I had to say. There's a lot of noise, but it's being brought up now. But when Patrick Mahomes was a, a, a game away from going to the Super Bowl well, and he had six days in between, nobody said anything. That's, that's irrelevant. People get hit and busted up all the time. The, the issue here with Tua Tagovailoa is that you know, people can say, oh, well, this week or last week. It, Tua's hits occurred in about four days apart. Two violent hits. I mean, we can go through the NFL history and start pulling up. We can stay in the same game. This guy was woozy and went back into the game. But the fact is, the NFL is trying to get away from that. And so hearing about Patrick Mahomes or anybody is irrelevant for what we have seen this week. And what we saw this week was just absolutely terrible. Jeremy from Oregon, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. What's hey, up? Uh, I just recently found your radio station and uh, been listening to you for about three months now, and I just uh, really appreciate the way you guys go about it. Um with with uh, everything you guys do. Thank you. Um, what I want to talk about is uh, with the Tua Tungavaya so, uh, situation, um, I feel like there's got to be somebody that's going to be a stopgap to provide the players with not having to make the decision themselves. I know that Tua said that he was okay to go, and – Somebody's got to be in there to decide, not for the player, not for the team, but for themselves that he's not going to be able to go. Um, out here in Oregon, uh, high school sports, if we have a player that has a concussion or is under concussion protocol, it's six weeks. And I think that we need to step up and do more for those players that have brain injuries. Um, hamstrings, they last a long time. Ankles last a long time. I think that head injuries need just to last just as long. Okay. Well, thank you, Jeremy, for calling from Oregon. There's, there's, no, there's no disputing that. And there are multiple, multiple doctors who are on hand who are supposed to evaluate the condition of the player. Has that has that been accurate? Is is there a, a a full representation of you know is he good? Can he go? Ugh, I don't think so. I think that's why it needs to be reevaluated. And unfortunately, Tua is the guy who might pretty much push the button for change. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk about those Bills and Ravens on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 